What's up, everybody? This is Stick to Football. I'm Matt Miller, lead draft writer at BR, and joining me tonight is my buddy, Mello. It's hot as balls outside. Yes, it is, and I've been outside all day, so I'm kind of brain dead. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, you warned me tonight. Uh, right when I saw you today, you uh, attempted to speak, and it didn't work, and you went, oh, we'll see how tonight goes, which the last time you told me that, I felt like we had one of our best shows. <laughs> well, so I, I don't know. I don't even we'll know see. what's going to happen. We'll I've see. been on a field trip all day. Took 50, more than 50. I was in charge of 50 fifth graders at an art museum. I was stressed to the max, but we made it. And I don't think anybody broke anything. So I worked from home. I took a two-hour nap and God, I'm that on my rough. third beer. So I've had a hard day, too. Um, I slept in. Uh, no, I didn't. I woke up early. I slept in yesterday, um, hence the nap. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm also struggling through today's show. We'll limp through it. We do have a good show for you. Uh, we'll take you around the league a little bit, like always. We're going to update you on our GOATS list, players number 31 through 40. And if you're just joining us, that's jersey number, not all time. That would have been fun, too. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, just 100 greatest players. Maybe we'll do that in next, July. Next summer, yeah, or, or July. Yeah, God, that would take forever to come up with. Uh, then our top fives, our top five appetizers this week. That was sent in by a listener, Chris Clausen, wanted to know top five apps. And uh, I like to eat, so I feel like I'm good at this one. Way to shout him out. I usually forget, like, hey, that was a great idea. Where did we get it from? <laughs> no, it was ours. We stole was it. Was that mom's? No. Yeah. No, this one's from our boy Chris. And then, as always, we'll close it out with people's questions in just the tip. And there are a lot of them this week. I was like, fuck it. Let's just get them out there. And, yeah, I and I always try not to read them in advance, so I'm excited to see what happens and just the craziness that will ensue from this. Um, but first, I want to apologize to our listeners and to my readers and to all of our fans because uh, everyone's making apologies this week. Eric Greitens, our governor of Missouri, had to apologize and step down. Roseanne got fired, had to step down. I also feel like it's important for me to note that back in 2012, when I wrote that Trent Richardson scouting report, I was also on Ambien. Yeah, when I agreed to come on this podcast, I think I was on Ambien. Yeah, so. uh, two marriages, Ambien. Oh, yeah. I bought a dog once, Ambien. Oh, dog, yeah, definitely a dog once on an Ambien. I traded my Jeep in for a truck, Ambien. That was a bad decision. <laughs> and then, like, traded that truck in for the same truck. And guess what? I'm buying a Jeep next week, so full circle. Yeah, <laughs> it's just time is a flat circle. Uh, those are, I think, all the things I need to apologize for. If I've ever been a dick to any of you on Twitter, it was the Ambien. Or mean to any women, because people come at you for that. I don't get it. Have you noticed that? No. Some, like somebody this week said that you were rude to women online. Me? Or was it me? That was you. Okay. What the hell have I ever said? I compliment our listeners on how beautiful their girlfriends are. What's up, Anta Oreo? You just happen to, you. to follow their girlfriends <laughs> on Twitter. It's a shtick. It's funny. Yeah, so, it's a shtick. It's, it's totally not shtick. weird at all. Speaking of uh, girlfriends of our listeners, uh, we have big news, though. Yeah, we might have actually scheduled a wedding that we're going to. Like, we're free that weekend. It's so on far. my calendar. We're going. That's what I said, too. Like, I actually put it in on my calendar. So I want to talk about some things that we are looking for. We do want invites to a wedding. But we're going to be picky. But we also have our little want list. What's that called? Our uh, writer. Yeah. I want yellow peanut M&Ms. I want alcohol. That is first on my (laughs) list. Never mind. I want... Like, because if that's in question... (sighs) So, yeah, we want open bar, not cash bar. I don't give a shit because it's open for me regardless. (laughs) It's your whole life now. It's just open. (laughs) As a, your parent, I would prefer an open bar so I don't have to pay for that you to drink. That would be ideal. Uh, yeah, or I mean, like beer is cakes. good, but you're going to want some light domestics, preferably of the Natty or Bud family. Yeah, if you want to keep me happy. Yeah, you would You would drink Boulevard. 
Nope, he would not drink. If they're listening, I will. Coors Light? <laughs> would you, Coors Light would if work If they're for listening, you. I okay. will. Okay, so Natty or Bud Light for you. I like, I mean, if you have Tito's with you can do that a light mixer, but that's the summer thing. This wedding that we got invited to is in December. I, I'm a bourbon drinker when it gets cold. So Makers 46, if you just want to get me a bottle behind the bar, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, they're just shelling out all money for this wedding anyway. Might as well What's just get 50 some? bucks. Yeah, just or, who cares and for then, one person. What are we going to get them as a gift? I mean, I think they would have to DM us. Well, me, not you, because I'm the only person that you can DM. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, let us know. I plan on if you're registered something somewhere. for this wedding. I have what? a coworker that I'm not even buying anything for her for her wedding. Somebody asked me today. They're like sending around the card no. and like a bucket like, hey, did you want to contribute to this? And I just said no. You should have They said, looked at me like I was a crazy person. When you bring the bucket for the divorce, I'll, t- I'll hit <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get her second one. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got next. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I haven't met this guy, so we'll see. Um, I feel like we should also warn people about our behavior at weddings because we have been known to be a problem i get a little riled up i get rowdy i like to dance it's like, like you're making move. bad decisions i want to make a bad decision like i want to dance i'm gonna get drunk i'm probably gonna lift somebody up on the dance you're floor. gonna dirty dancing at least the bride <laughs> yeah and her sister there's you need, I don't know. So if did she he send one, you? Because that's your rule. You need a, a photo. I did. Of I the told him party. that. Like, if you want me to go to your wedding, it is my pinned tweet. Still for a reason. I need a picture of that lineup. Our boy Jared Brown, who's engaged, getting married. He already sent it. Yeah, he, he already let you dib his lineup. Already got it all planned out. Yeah, even got some backstory from old JB. Did you? Nice man. He's <laughs> on his game. So those are important things. We do need the wedding invite and um, because our marriages were so successful, it needs to be on a kid-free weekend for us. So that's every other. Uh, this weekend is a non-free one. Next is free. Just so plan around that. that out. We can send you our Google calendar because <laughs> it is on there. Uh, and then, yeah, be ready for the craziness. I'm a great gift giver though. So I'm a great gift receiver. That's what I feel like I do best. Yeah. And you invite us to your wedding. That's a great way to get a stick football care package. Oh, easily. On top of a gift. On top of a gift, yes. Like a nice like pizza stone or like a decanter and some stick football. Stuff. I don't know what any of that shit is. <laughs> I feel like that's stuff people register for. Okay. I, <laughs> when you got married the first time, did you get to go to Target with the scanner or did you yeah, get locked it, out of that? No, it almost caused the divorce. Like, What, is, what are the types of things you registered for? Not even shitting you, I registered for Hulk hands. <laughs> and that's when she was like, no, you cannot have the scanner anymore. And I was like, I don't care. I got Hulk hands on the list. What are Hulk hands? What? <laughs> Dale got Hulk hands. <laughs> no, Hulk hands. I'm Hulk, not understanding the words the, you're saying. The Hulk. My bad. They said Hulk hands. <laughs> and like, then he's like, so you can piss in the hall? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you dipping now? Is this like a saloon? Hulk hands. Hulk a lot of H's hands. in there. I did not know what you were saying, and I'm sitting two feet away from you. <laughs> And she wasn't cool with that? She wasn't cool with anything. So our buddy Dan, RIP, do you remember the story? They went to register for their thing, and he was trying to register for, like, a PlayStation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I did that, too. I went wild, like, four TVs. Yeah? But no one bought that. Thanks for the silverware. Don't know what happened to it. I know at some places, this is an early just a tip for some of our listeners. If you register for something and no one buys it for you, I believe you get a discount. So you got to think about that stuff. 
Well, when you register That's for the four shit you TVs. know when you've been married twice. <laughs> yeah. You know when you've done like counts. 17 marriage registries. Yeah. You know uh, that stuff. Uh, two baby registries. <laughs> um, I, when I got divorced, I did a house registry that none of you bought anything <laughs> off of, and I still thank you for that. I thought it was a joke at the time. No. Now I'm <laughs> sure that it was not it a joke. It was not a joke. It was my <laughs> housewarming registry. No one bought anything. But yeah, I, I know I did. The gun. Uh, <laughs> let's bring it back to a little bit of football before I do our goats list. Um, we are known on this podcast for stupid bets. You made a bet to me that Josh Allen would not go top 10. He did. You have to get a natty light tramp stamp for those asking. We're still working on the details of this. Any of our friends at natural light listening, we need to, to dot some T's and cross some I's. Or if you just know a good tattoo guy. Yeah. Slide in those DMs. Could they sign your tattoo as like for promotion? I really don't give a shit at this point. Yeah? Okay, so Whatever. that's going to happen. I had the Baker Mayfield bet that, thank God, fell through. Um, so I got to keep the hairs that I have left. But we're known for bad bets. Uh, you have a tattoo on your left arm that I had to pay for because mm-hmm. I drank too much in a swimming pool, which the buoyancy of the pool, you don't feel the drunkenness. And I bet you a tattoo that you would not have a girlfriend by a certain date. No, you bet me that I would. Yeah, that you and would. I was like, no, sir. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're going to do $400 it. tattoo later. You did not date this girl. No, and, I did not. Uh, Katie, if you're listening, why. I actually liked you. So <laughs> I'm just going to say. Um, <laughs> but Demarius Randall uh, chan- channeled, and he's a friend of the pod, so maybe we rubbed off on him. He tweets that if the Cavs win the finals, he'll buy anyone who retweets his tweet a jersey. Last time I checked, it was at 950,000 retweets. I retweeted it this week. Did you? Like He says that he's good on his word. Like I think he needs to step back from that. See, I actually, this is a football podcast. He's totally safe. There's no way. The it has 1,059,604 retweets. Yeah. I'll go ahead and put it out there. If the Cavs win, I will buy a jersey. Ooh, you know what he should have said? You have to be following me to get one. He would have picked up one and like a million followers. Yeah. That I mean how old is the tweet though? I think it's actually pretty old. Uh no, it is actually uh from May twenty eighth. Oh, okay. See, I thought it was actually like the last year that he was like, if they win the two thousand eighteen. You're right. Someone tweeted him zero chance he delivers. He said one hundred percent chance that he does. Yeah, so good on him, but he couldn't get Eric Hosmer to stay in Kansas City, so I don't know about that. We did. Yeah, he couldn't get himself to stay in Green Bay, so I don't know. Maybe he's not the guy to... So, but 0% chance the Cavs win. I I mean, you know how much basketball I watch. I say 0%. They have no one that's good on their team. We bet on this last year, and I watched the LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I was like, holy shit, I can't bet against this guy. And I told Mitch and Dan, I was like, you can't do it. You can't bet against LeBron. And they called me an idiot, and was like, yo, Cavs I got roped into this bet. Yeah, and And we lost. We had to chug five beers in a row. Is that why we had to do that? Yeah, it was over the NBA Finals that you have no idea about. That you chugged two out of your five beers for, but put on a great show. But I stone cold like three of them. Yes, I guess that counts. Uh, All right, speaking of one goat stone cold to another, you want to do this list? 31 to 40. Not great numbers. No, it's uh, kind of like a fullback preview because I figure next week will just be like every 40s? fullback. Yeah. I got two of my favorite all-time fullbacks on this list, by the way. All-time fullbacks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll be t- next week's top five. Matt's favorite fullbacks. <laughs> good, good I'll list. start out with you. Um, we've talked about this guy on our podcast before because he was a draft night hero for me. Number 31. University of Texas, I think I have to do it every week, Aaron Ross. 
Aaron. He's a Thorpe Award winner. I think you need to tell the story because we don't, I mean, there are people who definitely listen every week, but for new listeners, it's a draft drinking game. You pick a guy. For me, I picked Aaron Ross. And every time they say this guy's name for the draft, you have to take a drink. What we didn't know was he was going to slip in the draft. (laughs) And then I also took another Texas player, Michael Huff, in the same draft. Yeah, and so they would do Mel Kuyper back in the day. It was just ESPN. They would do Mel Kuyper's big board. They're like resetting it every five to ten picks. And, well, Aaron Ross is still on the board. And you were drunk by like noon that day. It probably wasn't even noon. The draft started at like nine or something. Yeah, and you you made a pitcher of screwdrivers, which is worth drinking vodka. That and that's why day. he will always be my number and 31. That's a good one. Okay, I was going to go on a tangent, but I'm going to save it. Number 31 for me, David Johnson, another uh, friend of the pod, great guest that we've had. 31 was not easy. It was for me. <laughs> After you went Aaron Ross, I was like, oh, shit. I, okay. liked, I love David Johnson. I do, too. 2,000 yards in a single season, hoping he bounces back this year from that wrist injury that kept him out all of last season. Yeah. I hate the number 31, though, for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Did you ever do the thing on, like, NCAA where you the creative player, obviously, and there were times where I always picked who I was going to play for by what uniform yeah, I was. Like, so it's <laughs> like, I'm usually Iowa. <laughs> Or right. I was back in the day because that uniform's just clean as hell. Yeah, if seven wasn't available, I was going somewhere else. Yeah, so it was 24 for me. If, but 24, Iowa didn't always look good. So sometimes you get that, like, odd number. 32 was one of mine that I liked as a running back. Yeah. 32 for me will always be a player that you picked. So I went Marcus Allen. Uh, mm. Like, underrated. I, I think people who saw the end of his career yeah. don't understand that he had to play fullback for the Raiders so Bo Jackson could play tailback. Right, he was a do-it-all back before anybody else because he could catch the ball out of the backfield very well. Uh, But number 32 for me is just an easy pick. You have to go Jim Brown. Yeah, for the player he was, for the especially what he meant to the African-American community. He was a trailblazer, still is someone who's, uh, and the only guy who didn't miss on Trent Richardson. We've got to give him (laughs) credit for that. He's a wonderful actor. He's the only one who said, not Trent Richardson's not going to be any good. Yeah, maybe. We should get him on the podcast. O.J. Simpson did not make the list. Speaking of great actors who played running back at number 32. Too soon? Is it too soon for O.J.? I, just, I, just I don't hate know. O.J., so I think it's just all around there. 33, you got to go way back to find a 33 that you actually is relevant. This is like a popular number in other sports, yeah, but for NBA, football, it was kind of hard. Done. Right. I went with Tony Dorsett. Honest to God truth, because this week I heard one of my students talking about great Dallas Cowboy running backs. And he mentioned Tony Dorsett. So then oh. when I went to put in my list, I was like, holy shit. Tony Dorsett. Ten-year-old kids helped me make my podcast list. Where did he have Tony on that list of great Cowboys running backs? Number two. Behind just behind Emmett, Emmett. Dorsett, Zeke. Yeah. Herschel. And who else did he? He put somebody on there, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. DeMarco Murray. Had him on his list. Like, yeah, he, I'd put Daryl Johnson on up there, too. Yards. But, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, next week. Yeah. I know. I'm on top of it next week. Uh, 33, I went Ray Nitschke. Yeah, that's yeah. a safe pick. 60s throwbacker. He's got an award named after him. Right. Put him great. Any list that's when linebackers wore number 33. But, uh, yeah, definitely never saw him play. That's like the people all the time are like, you didn't have Elway as the best prospect ever? I was born in 83. Yeah, was, I've never even seen a highlight of Ray Nitschke. I don't, well, are there highlights? Yeah, like we used to watch those NFL films things every day after school with like the old, like the dude's voice is like, oh, rough yeah. and tumble. Lambeau yeah. Field, and it's like Ray Nitschke with his tooth missing, and like he's steaming everywhere. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, they're good. Th- those are good. All right, 34, Bo Jackson. 34 was easy, and just like take your pick. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Bo Jackson for me was just duh. 
He's probably the greatest uh, video game player of all time. He might be one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah, Royal, too. Yeah, that always helps make the list. Number 34 for me, I went Walter Payton because he is probably the greatest running back of all time. So neither of us picked Earl Campbell, and I really thought you would, so I didn't, and then you didn't. Now we kind of mentioned him at 20. We should, yeah. And that's the thing. We try not to double dip with guys. Someone was upset we didn't get Tomlinson at 21, but we got him at five. So you're you're right with Earl Campbell there at 20 and 34. 35, uh, the first number I ever wore was actually 35. I remember that, actually. Like third grade basketball. Yeah, because I wore that same jersey a couple years later. Yeah. (laughs) And somebody was like, hey, how did he already get his jersey? And mom was like, how did he already get yeah. his jersey? Because I'm just at practice. And then yeah. it was your shitty number 35. Weirdest number to there. ever have to wear. Uh, didn't love it, but I picked Aeneas Williams, a player I, I really did like, and an underrated guy from that 90s to early 2000s corner group. I'm really surprised you put him on here because he re- he ended Steve Young's career. Yeah, it, that tells you how much I care about him as a person. That I didn't, <laughs> not taking that against him. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I think Mitch is just being up our seats on my office floor. It's a disgusting habit. This is not a baseball stadium. <laughs> Can I get you an ashtray? <laughs> Number 35 for me, I went with just a big bruiser of a back, Christian Okoye. The Nigerian nightmare. If you're not a Chiefs fan, you'll probably have to look him up, but those are some pretty damn good highlights. They really are. I mean, he was a bruiser. Yeah, and I was always a big kid, so I liked just guys that were big for their big position. Big rushing backs. Yeah. yeah. So I went with Christian Okoye. Sweet name, too. I had Great to Google name. how to spell it. Did you? Oh, Which it was Christian so bad. Or Akoye? Akoye. Just checking. You don't yeah. teach language arts. No. 36, and I wish I could do the pigeon dance that he used to do. One of my back-in-the-day all-time favorite players, Merton Hanks. That fucking neck. Just neck, neck for days. He was all neck. And yeah. in my skinnier days, as was I. So he and Andy played for my favorite team. So we had a, a thing. Yeah, know. I remember that. He was one of the first players you put on the, your list. Yeah. yeah. Number 36 for me, I'm going with another safety who is actually pretty good, Lawyer Malloy. Yeah, really good. Yeah. But what I'll always remember about him is when he was one of the first big-name players to leave the Patriots, and everyone on TV was like, this is the end. Like, the players hate Belichick. They're never going to be any good, and they've won, like, four Super Bowl since. Yeah, it's 2018, and he went to the Bills and, still and good. was not good. Yeah, and that was uh, a long, long time ago, and my— um, and my browser just shut down, so I'm going to let you go ahead and take number cool. 37. Cool, well, I'm going 37. Uh, you've talked about him before. Receiving fullback, I'm going Larry Centers from the Arizona Cardinals. One hell of a guy. Undersized fullback. Dude got Great the job receiver done. out of the backfield. And it's number 37, so good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, I went Doak Walker. That's how, uh, that's how I played this game. That's what <laughs> number he wore in the NFL. Uh, and there is a Doak Walker Award for greatest running back in college. But after you picked Larry Sanders, uh, again, we try not to pick the same player as, as often as we can. So Larry Sanders is like was one of my dudes, though. Back in the early days of Madden, he was a secret weapon out of the back. Just get him out in the flats. He'd catch everything. Yeah. Yeah. You get a little play action, get him running that crosser all day. Yeah, I'm with you there. 38, uh, you know I had to do this. I, I, we try. There's an Oklahoma bias in this office. We don't like him. <laughs> but Dimitri Flowers is my dude, so I don't care. He's wearing 38 for the Jets, so I'm putting him here. I don't even know how you even knew his number yet. Did you have to look that up and be like, I want to get him on the list, so let me see I'm his number? I'm trying to get a Dimitri Flowers Jets jersey. That that would be pretty cool. I'm actually like, this is, he was supposed to come on the show if he, when yeah. he was picked, he went UDFA. So I'm trying to get him to send us a jersey. 
That'd be nice to have here in the office. Right. I'm going with the guy that reminds me a lot of Dimitri Flowers, Kimball Anders. No joke, another Chiefs throwback. I just apparently like Chiefs running backs and undersized fullbacks because that's pretty much what my whole list is. Growing up, we had a neighbor, and we lived in a really small town. And on Sundays, um, especially when you're poor, you have your windows open in the fall. And do you remember him? Big fat bus driver, and you could hear him yelling oh, at the God, TV. Yeah. On now I do. So like that's what like Priest Holmes and Kimball Anders, and, like those are the guys I think of. And like I remember, Ola, uh, I can't think of his name. I can't either. But we probably should mention. Yeah, we probably should. I remember his last name when I was first. But <laughs> yeah. I just remember him yelling at his TV every Sunday. All right, we mentioned <laughs> that we try not to double dip on players, but when you're talking about number thirty nine, it's hard not to come up with the same guy especially when Larry Zonka is the dude who made that number what it is. Yeah, I couldn't even think of another guy that wore the number 39. So this one I actually Googled and found nothing. Yeah, I Someone don't know. please make this number cool. Yeah, somebody's got to wear it in football. Like, yeah. again, some of these numbers I get to other sports, and I'm like 31. I was like, oh, Reggie Miller. Oh, yeah. Nope, can't do that because we yeah. only talk about You can always honorable mention them. The podcast is called Stick to Football. It's tongue-in-cheek. Well, next week, I'm going to go with the 40s, and they're all going to be from a yeah, different 42, sport. 42, <laughs> Jackie Robinson, Mariano Rivera. All right, how about number 40? Go ahead. Bar none, William Floyd. That was his nickname because he was the greatest fullback in the NFL at the time. No Bar none. shit. That was his nickname was Bar none. Uh, the, the early 90s Niners, William Floyd was um, he was the man. He, If you're under 20 listening to this, you maybe don't remember a time in the NFL where fullbacks were actually offensive weapons. And sorry, because yeah, you missed, <laughs> missed out. out on a great fucking era. But William Floyd was the dude for the Niners, opening holes for Garrison Hurst, Ricky Waters, and being a receiver out of the backfield. Yeah, and I went with the ultimate number 40. I'm glad neither of us put Mike Allstott. Not happening. Pat Tillman, number 40 for the Arizona Cardinals. You beat me on the list this week, and you put Pat Tillman, so I, I probably would have put William Floyd either way, but Pat Tillman's a fucking, like, the phrase American hero gets thrown around, and it means nothing compared to what Pat Tillman is. No, he's the greatest, like, American hero like, probably of all time. Like, if they put a fifth on Mount Rushmore, I'm cool if it's him <laughs> with this long hair just hanging out next to Abe, you know? Like, yeah. I think it would actually look really good. They always had a plan to put another one up there. And carve the chest. They were supposed to be like a full upper body. And there's your history yep, there's today. Your... I had no idea. Welcome back. And we have a great top five, even though I'm so full, I can't think about food right now because we just went to one of my favorite places in town to eat. And I I just can't. I had a food. tiny little sandwich for lunch today. I don't mean to beat a dead horse on this topic. <laughs> on this fucking field trip. <laughs> I was lied to and told that the lunch was going to be amazing. They even told me, like, don't pack a lunch. The sandwiches <sighs> are great. Yeah, thanks for the two pieces of turkey, some cheese on some old bread. Who told you this? Another teacher. You can't trust those you people. You can't trust teachers, A. You <laughs> can't trust anyone who go, like goes to college knowing they're signing up to be poor. Yeah. Like dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Let me spend all day with your shitty kids for no money. Yeah, your your opinion really carries water with me. Yeah, but please do keep listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of their profession, obviously. Uh, top five appetizers this week, which is a, it's an opinionated topic because, I mean, you go, a group of people goes out and the waitress always comes up. You guys want any appetizers? And there's that awkward look. Is that, yeah, shareable. Like, I do want some, but what do who's you paying? want? Who's paying? Also, uh, who's check is this, this going on? But you might want that. Like, tonight, we went out, I wanted cheese curds. We got fried pickles. So. Should have got both. Should have got both. Definitely should have. Uh, let's start with number five. We're, so we did this differently. I'm looking. Did we? 
I feel like you went more category and I went more specific. Oh, well, kind of. I think we did like the same thing here. Okay. Number five, one of my favorite things in the world to do is just go to a Mexican restaurant yeah. and get chips and dip, whether it's guac, queso, salsa, and salsa's free, though, and then just get drunk on margaritas. Yeah. One time in high school, we actually went to a Mexican restaurant. We got the free chips. We got the free salsa. And then she asked if we want anything to drink. And we were like, ah, just water. Just water. Yeah. And then she comes back trying to take our order. And we're like, no, we're good, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And she looked at us like, you fuckers are going to eat free (laughs) chips and drink water and then leave. But we tipped her like three bucks. Oh, so it's fine. (laughs) There are only like six of us. Yeah. Yeah. So problem solved. But that is one of my go-to or used to be one of my go-to moves. Now my friends kind of suck and I don't ever get to do that. Well, you can get them anywhere, too. That's why I also went number five for me, chips and salsa. I also included nachos, though, because you can get those as an appetizer or maybe even a full meal. Yeah, if you as the to. old pork cat knows, that can always be a good meal. <laughs> yeah, because he eats like a four-person platter all by himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're eating healthy, though. <laughs> uh, but really, chips and dip. I also like to have chip and dip parties, which we have yet to do. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying been one? for two years to throw a chip and dip party. Maybe this Monday night for Bachelorette. Sure. Which, by the way, I don't want to go off on a different topic. I already hate Becca. I already I hate hated her guy. last year. I and hate her now. I'm doing air quotes, professional football players. Yeah, professional football. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'd heard of Clay Harbor. He yeah. gets a pass. And he went to Mo State. So, I okay. guess if you get free gear from a team, does that make you a professional football player? Because I got some free jet swag. Can I start saying go. that I was your bachelorette <laughs> application next year? We need to put Natty Light Enthusiast Professional Football Player. Yeah, might as well. Or you'd be like the dude who's a social media participant. You could be a podcast <laughs> participant. Yeah. What a fucking joke. Uh, all right. Number four. Go ahead. Number four for me, I went fried pickles or if you're not into pickles, any veggie. There's a place here in town that does uh, fried green beans, fried green beans. And they're actually very good. So I went with that for my number four. The key to that is good ranch. Yeah, it really is in breading. Yeah, you can't have a dusting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that was funny to me. <laughs> a dusting? You can't crop <laughs> dust dirty. your pickles with your with the breading. Uh, number four, I went southwestern egg rolls. And those are disgusting. No, they're me. delicious. They're Any amazing. Egg roll no, is gross. South it has <laughs> cheese and corn, usually some chicken. Like they're good. You go to I, I'm not I'm done shouting out restaurants for free, but there's a place uh this story's not good if I don't have the restaurant. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll never go there. I, so. I l- love their Southwestern egg rolls. So they're very good. Cool. I'll be sure to attend it this mysterious place. <laughs> 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 well, if we go there, I have to get the wings. <laughs> the, the wingies, their wings are very good, too. All right, number three, uh, soft pretzels. I know you're listening to this thinking, hey, fat ass, that's not an appetizer. Fuck you. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Especially yeah. at Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, those are an appetizer. <laughs> Old Chicago, those are an appetizer. I think we ate that for like four straight meals when we went to Louisville. <laughs> yeah, like, we oh, did. you want to eat? Dairy well, there's a Dairy Queen. Let's they still have those soft pretzel, pretzel sticks? <laughs> yes, they do. I mean, I've been known to get a soft pretzel and just spread that cheese on my face. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. You have done it's that. not a lie. <laughs> um, that is funny. When I just got, like we said on the midweek show, we went on a road trip to Dallas. And every time we drove by Dairy Queen, it was like, oh. I don't know. I kind of want to go there because it's just now it's ingrained in my DNA to go to a Dairy Queen on a road trip. And the fact that we live in the only small town in America that doesn't have a Dairy Queen. I hear we're getting one. Allegedly. That's the rumor. I don't know. 
I'm not gonna hold my breath on it. So soft pretzels, number three. Soft pretzels with yeah. cheese. That, yeah, definitely. Or hot mustard. No. Yep. But cheese. Yep. yep. Hot yep. mustard? No, I don't like mustard. None what of about mustard a good guy. Dijon? Is it mustard? Yeah. Unless you put the word honey in front of it, the answer is no. <laughs> on a soft pretzel, that'd be gross. I'd try it. Number three for me, though, I'm going with rolls or just any kind of bread. You kind of went with the soft pretzel thing. You can find these anywhere. You go to a nice little steakhouse. Any chain steakhouse. Yeah, get yourself some rolls. There are a couple that have some pretty good rolls. Texas Roadhouse has probably the best rolls. Yeah. Well, place I don't called like Lambert's. I don't, Look it up. Oh, Lambert. I don't like Longhorn where you have to cut your own loaf of bread. Yeah, and like, it's like some weird wheat I don't bread. It's like artisan bread. Like, I just want you to give me a roll with some butter on it. Yes, sir. Like, or throw it at my face. <laughs> Lambert's, yeah. I guess if you're ever coming across Missouri. There's one in Alabama, too, right? There's one in Alabama. There's two in Missouri. One, uh, one around Springfield and Branson, one in Sykeston. So depending on which side of Missouri you're on. And they will straight up throw a fucking roll at your face. It's the home of the throwed roll. And it's not a small roll. It's like a softball. <laughs> yeah. And then was it you that one time we were there? So their whole gimmick is like that they will literally wheel out a cart of rolls and throw them to you if you raise your hand. Was it you that raised your hand, but it hit our sister-in-law in the face? Yes. <laughs> the guy was... missed his throw and just pegged her in the face. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, it wasn't on me either. Like, I, I can catch a roll. And it's and not a hot. toss. Yeah. No, they fucking throw It's them. a throw. It's like Roger Clemens throwing a <laughs> piping hot piece of bread at you. Um, but they are delicious. And they, there's honey on the table, so you can't, can't go wrong there. Yeah, obviously. Number two for me, I'm going with any kind of chicken. Usually with the wings or chicken oh, strips. That's an appetizer. It is where we're going later. <laughs> I I don't know, man. That's a lot of food. Chicken wings are an app like everywhere. <sighs> Not Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, look it up. They are. Uh, yeah. You know that what? Place sucks. I actually I was out in New York right after the draft. How and about I had your place wings? that rhymes with hula hands? <laughs> yep, wings are an appetizer. God yeah, damn. Tommy want wingies. Okay, wings are... Tell me what wingy. Did you fire up the kitchen? Uh, okay, wings are unacceptable. But, like, how many wings is an appetizer? Six? I don't know. How many flavor ice are acceptable for one sitting? What did, how many flavor ices did you eat last night? Let's not talk about it. I want to know. Are you hydrated from your flavor ice? Probably not because that stupid fucking field trip, but I ate six. <laughs> you ate six flavor ices? I had six. I can't feel the roof of my mouth. You know that feeling Ooh. when you bite hot pizza? Yeah. You have that. I have cold. that from just you sucking down some. bite. Yeah. Can't feel my thumbs today, but damn, those things were good. I I like the outshine strawberry bars. I don't even know what that is. Uh, they're good. Try them. They're expensive as shit, but they're good. Okay, you give me one. <laughs> They're really good. Number two on my list, I, I referenced this earlier, cheese curds. And it might be a Midwest thing where we're all fat, but these are delicious. It's fried cheese where that you dip in ranch. Were we, we in Iowa or we were in Nebraska? Iowa? Yeah, and that, they had some damn good cheese at curds. At an Irish pub of yeah. all places. That these, was a, We both paused because that night got out of control <laughs> right there. Like that point of the night, it was like, oh, we're buzzed. And then it's just an, a, a blur. It's like they bred those things with vodka or something. Yeah, I don't even that was know. a that was a good night. Iowa City knows how to party. A, B, those cheese curds were very very good. Or we were so drunk that they tasted like heaven. And you used to always eat cheddar bites as a kid too. I still do. Still, I don't know yeah. why used, as a kid. If you've never <laughs> you just gone and got things. a cheddar bites and a small strawberry shake and made your day better, you've not lived. <laughs> 
I guess I haven't. Well, go, like this goes back to like we had a drive-in that we always went to oh, yeah. on Sunday nights growing up. That's what you did. You got cheddar bites and a strawberry shake, and then an extra cup of ice for your non-adult beverage. Yeah, because you were not legal to drink were, then. Yeah, exactly. but everybody did it anyway. I don't want to advocate for anything. So number one, number one for me. Also referencing the place that we like to frequent on Thursday nights. They have some beef quesadillas there that are amazing, and I'm looking forward to them. I know that I already ate before. I don't give a shit because they're delicious. <laughs> Is that why you didn't get fries tonight? Yeah. I've even thrown these things up before afterwards, and I'm still like, <laughs> no, nah, I got to get me some Dillas. <laughs> they do have very, very good beef quesadillas. Yeah, they're very. And we just like accidentally, they could do less onion. Not going to lie. Yeah, I hate onion, but but they are good. The beef, whatever they yeah, it's is. like a shredded. Might not even be beef. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's this isn't like hamburger. It's not Taco Bell. It's like yeah. a shredded beef with some black beans in there. Yeah, okay, we're getting some later. Number one, I can't believe you put this at number four. I, I really thought this was a topic we would be very similar on, and then you did something, and I didn't want to call you out on it until it was my turn. How the fuck you put fried pickles at number four? I don't understand because they are the Michael Jordan. Not the LeBron. They're the Michael Jordan of appetizers. So if you say Michael Jordan, I think you mean like head and shoulders above anything else. I mean that, yes. For fried pickles, it's just like anybody can do fried pickles. Oh. Chipotle Ranch and a good fried pickle is like... Like they're good. I put them at number four, but they're yeah, no beef quesadillas. A bit, like your top two appetizers, I would call a meal is the problem. So <laughs> well, <it's> like... <laughs> if you dive into it, really, number five... The it's nachos also, we've also discussed. Well, pork cat will order that as a meal. <laughs> it's supposed to serve four people. Maybe that's just my go-to. It has to feed a lot. Well, it it works for you. And fried pickles aren't going to do that for you. Uh, no, no, it won't. Not if you want to like yourself in the morning. But they so. did do that uh, bread and butter pickle tonight. tonight? Yeah, it was Ooh. good. Set my mouth on fire. Yeah, I wish they had a little more breading. I feel like that's important. Yeah, so see, you're poking holes in your own theory over here. So once again, I'm winning <laughs> again, this I'm argument. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to book a hotel and talk to you about uh, appetizers because I'm on the road tomorrow. Oh, that was one thing I actually wanted to do uh, was tell people because uh, people are like, why aren't you writing? I am. Uh, put out a big article today about Pat Mahomes and have many coming down the pike, one of which I, I've been traveling around kind of working on. So uh, make sure you have that Bleach Report app and subscribe to the NFL and NFL Draft channel. That way you get this podcast and any articles that I'm putting out every week. Yeah, that was a great article. I read it today on the way to my field trip. I don't agree with like any of it, but, but it was a great article. It was very text. well written. Your sentence structure was on point. You punctuated. Oh, I did find a typo, though. Yeah, I, I, I found it, too, <laughs> and I fixed it. I'm going to start calling him that because Ha-homes. he doesn't talk to me anyway. Holmes. He loves you, though, so... Yeah, allegedly. All right, if you've been struggling with uh, relationship advice, work advice, fantasy football advice, drinking advice, uh, how to keep your uh, midsection dry in the summer advice, uh, that was going to be my just the tip was gold bond. You're laughing at me. That was going to be my. my it was just a, just slid that one right in there. Yeah, it's I called, the segment's called it. just the tip. Yeah, I know, but you went dry. I expected but be- some lube. Before we jump into it, I am maybe legally obligated to remind you all again this week that we are not trained relationship psychologists therapists there's a word i don't know what you're talking about i went to college 
I also went <laughs> to college. I go to a lot of colleges every year. So you know what? Maybe we are. No, okay, we're not. So if you take this advice, uh, it's kind of like the those signs where it's like, do this at your own risk. Yeah, that's attempt what, at your own risk. That's what our advice is. It's probably good advice. This is a segment based around humor. If I think for that's some what reason I ever say. get drunk and tell you, like, set your house on fire, don't do it. Yeah. Use or, some common sense. Yeah, don't actually sleep with someone's grandma if they cheat on you. <laughs> do it, actually. Yeah, funny, do it. So anyway, let's jump into this week's. That's our disclaimer. Don't let's do it because you don't know, do any, don't do anything illegal. These first two are pretty good. Like I, it so, almost hits really close to home. I want to talk about the fact that I don't read these before we sit down on Thursday night, unless people send them to me, and vice versa. Yeah, we yeah, want yeah, this yeah. to be an authentic reaction to the problems that are that you guys are facing. Oh, for real? Like I don't read these and think, oh, how am I going to answer that? I really, I have no idea. But I do read them and make sure that we get the good ones on. If yours hasn't been on the show, it doesn't mean it's not a good one, but it probably does. First one, close friend of mine, at a long eight. How oh, he can, wants his name? Yeah, he wanted his name on there. Oh, okay. All, All right, Andy. Did he have Andy, his koozie? Did you ever mail it to him? Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably sitting behind me. <laughs> there's, there's that. But our buddy Andy wants to know. How can I tell my buddy his girlfriend is in love with another man? The guy she's in love with is like Tom Brady, and he's more like JT Barrett. Well, they're both smart, so there's that. Yeah, but there's a big difference between them. I think some I, the truth hurts, right? But I think uh, if you're a real friend, you can. Uh, you either just gotta, you gotta hit say him, it. You gotta hit him with it, or you know what? That's why you come to us. You let us tell him. Ooh, we so, have offered our services. Yeah, whoever your friend is, I probably don't know him, but you know he's the JT Barrett to Tom Brady. Just let us know, and we'll we'll tell him for you. Did my girlfriend tell Andy to send this question? Is that what? The- <laughs> Do you want me to tell you on air or off air? Off air. Please. Okay, yeah. we'll break that news to you later. Yeah, but just. Go ahead, take that weight off your chest, and we'll yeah, handle let us it. Do it. We'll handle it, Andy. Kind you of just, like the gender reveal. Yeah. Just let us do it. Yep. We got it from here, buddy. You just yep. let me know who this, this random friend of yours is who I probably don't even know. All right. Next one is from Maddie Trainer 97 That sounds really familiar. I'm not sure who she is, but what's up? This is our first lady. I was going to say, I think this is our first female she should get interaction, maybe. <laughs> Oh, similar question. What do I do if I have a boyfriend, but you're in love with a podcast host? Well, that is so random. Uh, but I think you just, uh, I think you got to follow your heart. Slide in those DMs and just let him know. He yeah. sounds like he's probably an awesome guy. Maybe he's like the Tom Brady of podcast hosts. Is yeah, that he's, right? He's definitely not the JT Barrett. Yeah. I know that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you got to, sometimes people are putting your lives and you just got to follow your heart, especially if that podcast host is single. And ready to mingle. But this definitely isn't about you because you're a podcast co-host. So. Uh, well, yeah, I think it depends on who you ask. <laughs> I don't know how you market yourself, but you're definitely a podcast co-host. I don't think I do market myself. <laughs> no, not You definitely don't. Uh, all right. I'm going to – I'll read one now. Uh, are you done with those two? Yeah. Are you good? Okay. So this Sunday is my last day at work, and this married girl I've worked with has invited me over to her house for dinner on a night her husband would be out of town. Over the time, she, she's, I hope, jokingly asked about me giving her a child. She's always, <laughs> think it's weird, she's always asked me to hang out with her, and most of the time I'd shoot her down, but the times we have hung out have been a good time. 
At work, she goes beyond usual flirting and has grabbed my butt several times at work. Should I go over to her house for a dinner on a night when her husband won't be alone? Buddy, there's a hashtag for this stuff. <laughs> I don't know what the hashtag is. Bound to get your ass kicked. Like, yeah. Hardcore. Uh, you do this. No, don't. No. So I'm not a trained professional. Don't fucking do it. No. Right. <laughs> Take I, that it, advice. <sighs> every time. There's no way it would be worth it. P.S. Sent in a picture. Definitely not worth it. Oh, well, then, yeah. And it's never worth it to end someone's marriage. No, or just to be a sleazy guy. Like, find right, it somewhere right. else. No need. Move on. Go to I the mean, next thing. I mean, we've both had a handful of wives. It's never fun to be that guy who's like, is my wife like that girl at work? Does she have a, you know, a work husband that is like it's more serious than yeah, just like yeah, yeah. a buddy at work? Right. There's like Don't be that guy. There's a line and she crossed it. Probably when she grabbed your butt or said put a baby in me. Yeah. Either one of those is I feel like the put a baby in me is pretty across that line. <laughs> yeah, I mean But it should. doesn't sound like because he says he's hung out with her. So I'd like to get the ruler out and slap this guy on the knuckles a little bit. Like well, it could already just be like line. a work thing like they hung out at a work thing, which is on the line if not crossed it anyway because that's just like a fucking work orgy. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I say you. You, if you're asking us this question, you know you shouldn't be doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Or you would just be like, "Yep, I'm gonna go fuck this married girl." Yeah, but and then you'd be never asking a good us idea. forgiveness unless, unless she's your married girl. Then yeah, then it's, she's your married girl. You lay pipe all day. Yeah. Then yeah, good job. <laughs> Put a baby in her. She wants yeah. one, but she's not your married girl. So stay away. Exactly. And it's your last day at work. Run. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of there. Although you know he's gonna do it. Yeah, because he's he already like, it's my last day, so I'm getting out of here. His last day was probably like a week ago, yeah, and I he just saw was it. He's like, well, our okay. Yeah, this is, yeah, don't do it, man. No, not getting in here. Next one. So my parents love my girlfriend. However. That must be weird. <laughs> things are kind of icy between her and my sister. My sister's wedding is later this summer, and my girlfriend is going. How do I keep things smooth throughout the proceeding? Oh, I mean, I think... All of our regular listeners know our feelings on weddings. And um, it, you got to, like, your girlfriend needs to know that that's your sister's day. And eventually your girlfriend will have her day. So she needs yep. to be mature. And if she can't be mature, kick her ass to the curb. Play Robin to the Batman because you're right. It is the yep. sister's day. Keep her a wallflower her. Whatever you got to yeah. do. Get she her. doesn't stir up shit. Have a good time. Yeah, I, as long as she's not going about and ruining everything. Like, there are a couple people that I don't like, but I'm not going to go out of I their mean, way to ruin their wedding. A wedding is a fantastic party. It doesn't matter. Like, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I disagreed with myself. I would I ruin some weddings. No, but some not, weddings. not any that you guys invite me to. That's for damn sure. Whose wedding would you ruin? Uh, R.I.P. Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. If he had married us. <laughs> We'll leave it at that. Let's <laughs> trail my thoughts. Let's just trail off. Yep. Uh, or if Cole ever gets married. No, I'd support Cole, baby. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be a mess at that one. I'm just going to cry the whole time. <laughs> All right. I'd like to ruin his sisters. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sisters, uh, plural. This next person, you put the question in, and they said you could use their name, and then you did not use their name. My bad. Yeah. So the question goes, got it just the tip question and you can use my name. <laughs> we could have Mellow put it in here. Probably just copy and paste uh, that one. I recently started seeing someone a friend set me up with. She's super sweet, very attractive, has tattoos. Oh, he loves ink on ladies. Her family is awesome. And for some reason, she likes him. 
My only concern is the age difference. I just turned 30 and she just turned 21. Is this Dan? What are your thoughts on dating someone younger than you? And if there is such a thing as too much of an age gap? Okay, so our age gap right here is 30 to 21. Yeah. I don't even remember this question, but I'm good with that. You got about nine years. As long as they can belly up to the bar, I think you're good. And as long as you're not in different places in your life, like if you were 30 mm-hmm. with a couple kids and a divorce and she's 21, fresh out of co- maybe not even well, out of Well, even if, if you're just looking for common things, if she's 21 and you have kids and you're not looking for any of that business, as long as you agree on what you want in the future, like you're yeah. all set. AJ, no thing. It's just a number. Sounds like he's got like a pretty good deal going. Plus 21. Her family's awesome. He's She's sweet and he's attracted to her and she likes you. Sounds like he outkicked his coverage. Yeah, who gives shit yeah. about the number? <laughs> so you're telling me you have a, a younger hot girl with tattoos hot. loves you. Yeah. Oh, whoa, it's fucking me, buddy. <laughs> I don't think Next. he needs our just the tip. He just wanted <laughs> He's to fucking bragging. brag. He's yeah. like, yeah, they read my question. Their lives suck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. You're Enjoy lucky we don't it. know your name. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping some ass. <laughs> Next one is a long one. Jesus. Do you uh, want me to read it? Isaiah. <laughs> Recently lost my scholarship at college because I was being a dickhead. I don't even know what that means. Jameis Winston, probably. But honestly, I have no clue what I actually want to do with my life. I currently stay with my sister where I pay a couple bills and I work on a turf farm that pays well. So my question is, should I take a year to figure things out and continue to work and possibly get another job or go ahead and take out a loan and suffer through college being lost? Either way, if I go back to school, I have to take out loans. Thanks for doing the podcast. It's gotten me through some rough times. Oh, man. Um, So I can relate because, I mean, as everyone knows, I became a dad when I was 17. So college was like this thing that was not super easy for me to just go do because I had bills to pay and and an extra human being to feed and child support and all those fun things. So I kind of patched my way through college. Uh, and actually never finished. Um, so it, it's one of those things that I get where you're coming from, where you're like, man, I just want to work and and get out in the world and try to make that happen. But if you have the opportunity to go to college, I think you got to do it because like there are, depending on what you want to do with your life. And I know he says he doesn't completely know. I mean, at some point you got to have that paper, unless you're going to work in a job where, you know, manual labor, where maybe you don't need it, but like, I, I just feel like at some point you're going to have to say, okay, I at least have some, some college and some skills. I don't think you'll regret your degree depending on what you get it in. Just don't get it in like early I childhood. I know that like I don't make a lot of money, but I really enjoy I teaching. do like money. I have some. I keep it on a jar and cover my fridge. I like them. But I chose a major that like means something. I knew all along I was not going to make money, but I do feel like I can make a difference. And I'm very glad that I went to college. However... However, Stephen, I took a couple years off. I went to school right out of high school and I got drunk as fuck every day, didn't go to class, had terrible grades. And then I took a couple years off to mature and figure out what the hell do I actually want to do? Because when you're 18, you probably don't know. You just think, what's a major that I can go make a bunch of money in? And then you're going to start taking classes for it, and you're going to realize, hey, you're going to be pretty law and realize it sucks, and lawyers actually yeah, or don't you, always make money. You're going to like go pre med and realize you suck at science. Yeah. Figure out what you want to do. I wouldn't take a lot of time off. The longer you take off, the yeah. harder it's going to be. Yeah, I agree. Good but advice. if you need a semester, two semesters to figure out what you really want to do, and if college is even for you, take a year off. Yeah. 
It's a slippery slope, though, because it's very hard to go back. Once you are not learning anymore. It's like anymore, going to the gym. Woo. I was going to take a couple weeks off, and then you gain 40 pounds. You know? Yeah. Like it's, it's a lot like that. All right. <laughs> I'm currently trying to find an apartment with two of my friends. I was wondering if either of the... Wow. I did not read that well. Let me try that again. Good, because I wasn't listening. I'm currently trying to find an apartment with two of my friends. I was wondering if either of you guys have lived with friends or had any tips for me. Thanks. Big fan of the show. Love what you guys are putting out. I've never lived with a friend. Never. I've lived with people I hate. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, after I moved out, I lived with this douchebag. Same. And he was just a terrible the whole time. <laughs> and then we lived together. <laughs> so I have lived with a friend, a former friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a... Uh, The most important thing is worry about the things you can control. Don't worry about the things you can't. Yeah, and if you haven't picked up on it, Matt and I yeah, we lived together for a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah, and figure out like what are those little things that you don't like to do because I remember moving out, coming to visit you, and you had like pots and pans in your sink, and it was like I fucking hate washing those things. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like I'll wash pots and pans all day. I hate washing silverware. Yeah. And we didn't even know that about each other when we lived together. Like, I should right. have been washing all pots and, and pans. And I should wash silverware and Yeah, plates. but we just didn't know. And so, so we would throw our dishes away and buy new ones instead of washing them. Yeah, so just figure out, like, what works for you, what you want. And I would be open and honest with your roommates. Yeah. It, don't try to, like, you're not looking for a girlfriend. You don't have to lie about, like, oh, I donated to charity and I actually spent all my time at the homeless shelter. No, just be like, hey, I'm... I, I hate doing laundry, so I'll vacuum if you'll do laundry. And yeah. Like I'm, I'm very possessive over my bag of Doritos, so please don't eat it. Yeah. If you do, just let me know. And, and also just like don't be a dick. Just be a good human being. Yeah, it's it's easy. Living with your buddies can be the best thing ever. I mean, there was a small stretch of time where me, you, and Dan all paid rent on a house. <laughs> Two of us actually lived there. Yeah. And it was like it was great. Because we got to spend all our downtime together, which is what you want to do anyway, is spend time with your buddies. And when when uh, our current friends who are married get divorced, I assume they'll move in with us. So Yeah, probably one with you, one with me. Ooh, dibs. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so next one here. I love the way that this guy opens up this question. What's up, Mello? Longtime listener, first time caller. You intro that, I'm probably getting you on the show. I've been best friends with a girl since middle school, and our relationship has always been somewhat flirty to the point that I've lost a couple girlfriends in the past due to the friendship. I've always thought that we would be good, but I have never shot my shot. Recently, we haven't been talking as much, but her sister and I have started talking for the past couple months. I didn't see that turn exactly. <laughs> and she asked me to go to a wedding with her next month that my old best friend will be at as well. What should I do, and how do I avoid it being super awkward if I were to go? Wow, that hook got me. I thought it was going to be, how do I get right, how do out I talk of the friend to, zone? I said, well, yeah, you've been in the friend zone since seventh grade, buddy. You're going to stay there. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't – I say just live your life. Yeah, just roll with it. Be yeah. honest with your friend. If she's your friend, it's her sister. I, if but I had a knows. sister, I would want my friends to date her. Let's say you and I are not brothers, Okay. Not you. Okay. <laughs> My friends. Okay. Yeah. Let's say, I don't think you mean that. Oh, I do all day. Okay. I disagree. 
I I don't. I've even had like friends tell me like Cole all the time. I'd be like, I wish you would date my sister. That's two tonight. And I wish <laughs> that I would have dated his sisters too. So I think with this guy, I think you maybe just get a, uh, out in front of it. Just yeah. let let your friend know. Hey, your sister and I've been talking. Uh, she asked me to go to this wedding. Or you know what? You it's up, her sister. It? Make her do it. I can't imagine she doesn't already know. Yeah. Or I thought girls talked about out. everything. Isn't that what they do when they go pee? They this is like this is why you guys go in a group. So you talk I, about this stuff. I don't even want to know what they do in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Just graduated and accepted a high school teaching and coaching position. How do I present myself to my students? I'm only 22, so do I try to be the cool, friendly teacher? Or do I immediately lay down the law to gain respect? I am not going to answer this question. Go for okay, it. Yeah, this is obviously a question for me. Glad I read it. You be a fucking dickhead the first day of school. It's like prison. Yep. So I've been doing this for a little bit now. My very first year, I was like, no, I don't want to be rude or anything. So I was a little bit more lenient. That is a mistake. You lay down the fucking law on the first day. You make them think you are running a prison. And then from there on out, you can loosen up the reins a little bit. And then by the last day of school, you are the cool teacher that can like do things and they will actually listen to you. Because if I put my foot down and I say, do this, now my students do it. But you don't want to have the classroom that everybody is just running rampant, doing whatever the fuck they want. You got to put your foot down and let them know who's boss. As crazy as it sounds. Yeah, That's I what have, have zero experience with this. My children walk all over me, so I can't even yeah. <laughs> I can't relate to that. Moving on. That's why I, I spanked my children right when they came out of the womb. <laughs> Didn't even uh, let, doc, the let me do it. 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 You probably aren't going to get it hard enough. Let me get How in there. How much is elementary school like prison where you like, you know, the prison saying is you find the baddest guy in the yard and you fight him day one. No, like that's <laughs> what you should do as a teacher. You find that shit. Fight, student, fight him. <laughs> suspend him or just look at him. Like if you know, if you've got some prior knowledge, because sometimes you'll get that teachers from before will tell you like, oh, you'll have to watch out for this one. As soon as he walks in, get out. Just no, because no. his classmates. I'm not putting know. up with your shit today. Get out of my class. Yeah, you don't. You don't get a desk. Your wall sitting. <laughs> Open yeah. your books. Page one. We're reading today. Yep. All right. Am I up? I don't. Even You're know. up. I'm trying to figure out the best way to. <laughs> Let me try again. I'm trying to figure out the best way to propose to my longtime girlfriend. Just kidding. That's not oh, happening. <laughs> but serious question. I have the first pick in my fantasy draft, and my girlfriend's dad has the second pick, and really wants girly. Do I take him at one to assert dominance all fucking day? If I had a father-in-law or a girlfriend with a dad, I would do this 100% of the time. I don't even care who he wants. If he wanted a fucking tight end, I'm taking him first overall. I Yeah, I think that's what you got to do. I, I think you, there are only a few opportunities. Does this guy carry a gun? I think A. <laughs> Go there. Uh, I'm so caught off guard because I had like a really funny joke to say and I'd swallow it and you know that's hard for me to do because then my brain's stuck on the joke and uh, so I think you yeah you have to just assert your dominance when and while you can and yeah just like we've said a million times in here shoot your shot this is your opportunity Gurley's gonna be a good productive running back probably anyway so you might as well take him and then just give him that look like yep I just fucking owned you Man, I don't think I would take Gurley at one, but that's just me. I wouldn't either, but I also don't give a shit about my fantasy football. Yeah, I guess if you don't take your league seriously if enough. If you wanted to draft Gurley at one. You would take him. I would take him in front of you. Yeah, but would you? I would rather win my league than big dick my. If you're going for money, I would say pick who you think. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. But if not, go ahead and fuck his world up. Yep. All right. Antha Oreo, one of our favorite listeners. My girlfriend likes to give me shit for going to the movies alone every now and then, but I like time to myself. Is it weird or not? Okay. Antha Oreo's girlfriend is a beautiful young lady, but she's dead wrong. Going to the movies by yourself is amazing. You are actually the person that turned me on to this because you have all the time to yourself. You have all the room that you want. You want a bunch of popcorn. You don't have to share it with anybody. Right. Slurp your drink, kick back, relax. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to answer stupid questions from somebody else that's with you. You just get to sit there and enjoy every second of the movie. I'll never forget going to see Interstellar and having to give like a quantum physics lecture mid-movie. And I had been waiting yeah. for that movie for like a year and a half. And I'm like, I just want to watch the fucking movie. Yeah, or you have to do that awkward thing where you're like, well, I don't really want to see that movie, but she wants to see this movie, so now we're going to go see a third movie that neither of us want to fucking watch. I told you, I used to fly out on Fridays instead of Saturdays so I could go to New York. The hotel I used to stay in had a movie theater right next door, and I would go see like a midnight feature every week I was in New York. Yeah, not weird at all. Completely no, it's amazing. It's a power move. More people should do it. I think a lot of guys don't because they're like, oh, like it'll look like I don't have friends. I'm going to the movies alone. No, it'll look like you're a fucking shit. baller. And I'll tell you, the first time you do it, it's going to be weird. You're like getting your ticket torn. In no, your... it's one. Yeah. But then after that, don't even care anymore. Which I'm so weird. I like won't go eat at restaurants alone. I don't do that either. Like but I can't, I can't even manage to day. go to like a bar and sit there and drink by myself. I feel well, like I do I'm that. depressing. I did it at an airport, and I felt like a loser. No, that's the best time to do it, because you're not driving anywhere for a while. So <laughs> I'm going to be yeah. doing that tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Good for oh, you. I'm looking forward to that. Next one, at I am Smitty 1015. My best friend's daughter is turning one this Saturday. The party will feature zero alcohol, but plenty of lady options. Do I be the guy that saves the party and brings the alcohol and pisses off my friend? No. Not no. to a one-year-old's party. No. Absolutely no. not. I agree and you know you. we are major proponents of alcohol and alcoholism. Don't bring a flask to a one-year-old's party. No, and this is what I say you do. You play the sweet guy at the one-year-old birthday party. Oh, my party God, card. you take a picture. Like, you fucking hold that baby tomorrow. Yeah. Or on Saturday. Do you need me to clean up this cupcake after they do the cake smash? Yeah, you're all over that baby. You're holding it. You're cleaning it. Ask if you can change a fucking diaper. Also, man, I think, like, babies are coolest. Like they I live disagree. in a world where people feed them and they shit their pants and they sleep whenever they want. Tell me they're not owning the world. Sounds like you live that world today. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty yeah, close. Pretty close. If <laughs> you, could, you don't want you to can be put the that guy. beefcase of D in my mouth later. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy that. Not at a one. You risk looking like an alcoholic, just homeless person if you're bringing. Yeah. Alcohol to a one-year-old party. Save that shit for Especially when Especially with plenty two. of lady options. Is that the game you're trying to spit is, hey, I'm going to get fucked up at a one-year-old yeah. party. And, you know, you don't want to piss off your friend because his lady is your going to help you out there. And if I you think, piss her off, you're done for. I think you play that, like you said, you play, oh, my God, I, you are the best uncle in the world. You're so cute. And then how many chances that I can give you to be like, hey, after this, I was thinking about going to get a drink. Boom. Done. Yeah. You gotta be sober And there drive. can't be a whole lot of competition for other guys at this party. No. So you just play it safe. Don't Which makes me up. wonder if we've always played baby showers wrong. I haven't been to a lot of them, but maybe that's a whole market that we haven't opened up yet. We need to brainstorm on a couple of this. Alright. We're down to the... We got two left. A few months ago, my uncle helped me get an entry-level job with the company he works for. I've been there almost two months now, and I love the job, but recently, 
my boss asked me to take a drug test so I can start receiving benefits. Starting to worry I won't pass the test. Since my uncle got me the job, I really don't want him to look bad. Do I come clean and see if he can help me out? Do I find a way to pass the test or do I take it and pray? This is a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have zero experience with this. Agreed. Because we are heavy drinkers. Not a, not The drugs don't agree with my English-Irish yeah. system. So I think the first question you have to ask, like, how easy is it to get somebody else to pass a drug test for you? I don't even know what you have to do. I saw Latimer do it on the program. That was in, like, I, 1994. No, it's not worth it because then you're trying to get somebody else in trouble. Yeah, I would say that your best option is probably either. How long has it been since you smoked? I and mean, what if you got you yourself some in, time, you know, like we say about the NFL guys, like give it up for a little bit. You got yeah. yourself a job, about to get yourself some benefits. So don't smoke for a bit, and that shit's out of your system, and it's got to be like forty-eight hours. I can't relate to this at all. It takes a long time, and the only way I know, thirty days. Is Holy when I was in shit, high school, <laughs> there was a guy that I was in high school with, and he had uh, gotten trouble, so he had to do uh, drug tests like every couple months. And you would always know when it was drug test time because he would come to school with a liter of water, and he would just chug water all day to try to flush the system. I don't know if that actually works, but he seemed to think it did. My big thing is, I, I mean, I don't not you, do you live your life, but. I can't imagine it being worth losing a job over. No, it's definitely like not Like a worth BR it. said, hey, uh, don't drink for a week. We're going to test you <laughs> or you lose your job. I would be sober for a week. Yeah. I mean, you got yourself a good thing. Your uncle hooked you up. You don't want to ruin that. You don't want to make him look bad. If for some reason you don't think you can pass it and it comes up real soon, maybe talk to your uncle and just explain what happens. At can the you bare do minimum, the, like, apologize. Can you say that it was like a contact high? Like I was at a Bob Marley concert. I went to an Alicia Keys <laughs> yeah. concert over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, something like that would surely, right? It's in my hair. It just depends on how they test you. Yeah. Someone gave you, you thought was just a harmless no-bake cookie, and it was a weed. You didn't know. Say you were in Colorado for the weekend. Somebody gave you a gummy bear, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this isn't what I, I ordered. Know. I thought this was a Sour Patch Kid, and it was not. It was a Green Patch Kid. I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be a way around So that. I think, like, this is the just the tip that we put in the disclaimer for because we don't know what the fuck I have no idea. About. I Don't break the law. Yeah. That's what I would do. Try drinking. Yeah. It's a legal high. There or you downer, go. Depending on who you are. All right. That's our show for this week. Not a lot of football, but it's that time. Good news. A lot of the football stuff is coming as we get into June. We'll be breaking down position by position, looking at the 2019 draft, 2018 college football season. Uh, as we start to shift more to a college football focus, can't wait to do that. I'm ready to put out my first top 25 college teams. Yeah, like, man, I'm, like just, a, I'm ready to talk college football. Who would be, if you had to end the show, no prep, number one, is it Alabama? Off the top of my head, no prep. Yeah. It's Alabama or Georgia. has to be. Yeah, well, and Alabama just beat them. So. Yeah, and you got Tua coming back, Jonah Williams, Damian Harris. Chris, yeah, Alabama's amazing. Looks like they'll be great yeah, next and year. I want to see what happens with those two quarterbacks. I've heard Hurts might transfer if he doesn't win the job. Sounded like Tua was going to transfer if he didn't. Yeah, so, so it will be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, remember, you can hit us up on Twitter, at Mellow Esquire, at NFL Draft Scout. 
Send in your show recommendations. We're always looking for creative top fives. You guys do a great job of contributing every week with just a tip, draft on draft. And we want to make you a part of the show. It's just as much yours as it is ours. So please continue to listen on Wednesdays and Fridays, and we will catch you later.